2020 is right around the corner. Boy, you've got it! And we need to set some goals, people. Hello, and welcome to the Dare to Fail podcast. Boy, you've got it! I am your host, Brandon Rail. I cannot believe that 2020 is so close. It's ridiculous how time just flies by, right? Nuts. And I have not sat down and written out my goals for 2020. And I want to do a podcast about it because I want to make sure that you have done exactly what I'm going to do so we can have an amazing 2020. Or at least we can have the things that we're going to be focusing on for ourselves this year. Which when we do that, when you start your year off like that, anything can happen. You can make some colossal changes, okay? And, I, you know, there's neg- negativity out there. Ah, you know, New Year's resolutions are, are stupid and nobody ever does them and blah, 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 blah. I'm not talking about New Year's resolutions. And you know what? Those people, don't listen to them, okay? Because they don't know what they're talking about anyways. To me, a resolution is something, you know, you know, you're at the New Year's party. Somebody asks you, like, oh, so what's your New Year's resolution? You make one up on the spot. Well, I'd like to lose a little bit of weight. Or I'd like to, you know, go snowboarding or something like that. To me, setting goals is far more definitive. Sitting down quieting your mind, forgetting about everything else, what is it that you want to accomplish? And if you're anything like me, you might have the problem of writing down like 50 freaking goals, man. And that was actually the case for me. I don't know if it was last year or the year before that. I think it was the year before that when I had just come back from Denver and I was just so hell-bent on accomplishing so many things. So I, I, I think I had 40... Eight goals, literally, or something like that. I'm talking to my life coach, and he's like, Brandon, you're going to have to condense this down and prioritize to like the main ones that you really want to accomplish. And if you're the opposite, if you can't think of any goals for yourself, which I have a hard time believing, but if, if you are having trouble thinking about what it is you want to accomplish, sit down and do a journal session. Just you and yourself. And you, you should actually do this too, even if you have a lot of goals you want to accomplish, because this is how you'll get clarity, I think. Sit down, quiet place, no disturbances for at least an hour, okay? Put on some noise-canceling headphones or whatever you got to do. Listen to Sounds of the Rain on YouTube. I do it all the time. And start writing. You don't even have to have anything like in mind specifically when you start, but just start writing. Start writing about your life. Start writing about what you did yesterday or start writing about whatever thoughts or whatever feelings or anything that's coming through your mind. If nothing's coming through your mind, say nothing is coming through my mind. Nothing is coming through my mind. Write that over and over. I know it sounds crazy, but something will eventually come. Start writing about your life, the things that are going really well for you, the things that you wished were going better. Do you feel good? Do you feel happy? Do you feel healthy? Are you doing the things that you want to do? Do you have the relationships that you want to have? All this stuff, okay? Anything. You might have a really great life, but there's still things that you want to accomplish, and that's fine. That's awesome. I mean, you got to have goals till the day you die. It's like, it's it's the things that allow us to focus on what we want. Even if it's, you know, hey, everything's great. Let's make it greater. Or things aren't so great. I want to get to a place that's better. Clarity is your best friend when you're writing down goals. I promise you that. And... What you should do is ask yourself at the end, after you've written down, you know, did a little journaling, which is so therapeutic, I think it's just an amazing thing to do. Ask yourself if at the end of the year, if there was only maybe one or two things 
that I really wanted to accomplish, that I did accomplish by the end of this year, what were what would those things be? And you'd be amazed because remember I told you I had, you know, 40 some almost 50 some odd goals. Well, I narrowed the I think just like two or three of them down from all of that. And I focused a lot of my attention and all my energy on that. And whenever I started to feel overwhelmed, I just reminded myself that this is what I wanted to really focus on. And actually, my life coach made me pick the top goal for the year. And at the time, it was to jump fully into the acting program because I was, I think I was only taking classes on Saturdays and just kind of dabbling in it. And uh, there was an opportunity for me to go in and start taking more classes and be way more involved. And I didn't know if I wanted to do that at the time yet because, uh, you know, I'm, music is still such a huge part of me. And can you imagine how hard it is for, you know, somebody to ask you to prioritize goals of things that you really love? It's like, tell me which child you love better, you know? <laughs> it's just these are not things that you think about. It's like, I love them all. I, I mean, I want to do them all. It's like, I get it. However, there's just got to be a sense of this is what I'm going to focus on the most this year. And I'm if, if, if anything else fails, I am going to at least focus, focus on this, and I guarantee I'm making progress on this by the end of the year. And I, depending on how lofty the goal is, you may, may, may even just complete it. You know, like I, I completely did this goal if that it make it it's got to be a goal that's like it really is inspiring you i need to find a new job because i hate my job and i i have to i have to get on a completely new career path well if at the end of 2020 coming up into 21 you've done that and you're either i don't know in a, a new educational program or you're in a completely new company or you're in a new state you're in a new place you've got new relationships all that stuff would stem from that goal and that would change so many things, right? So many things. So get excited about setting goals. It's, it's exciting. It's scary. It's adventurous. I mean, it, this is the stuff that you need to fall in love with. It can't so much be the reward at the end of it all, though those are typically the things that we think about, especially when we're trying to measure goals, right? But there's more to it than that. Because, there, you know, sometimes goals take a while to, to achieve. Me as an artist, having the goal of being able to make a career as an artist is not something that's, that has happened for me overnight. I mean, I set off to start doing that when I turned 30 and first moved to Austin. And here I am at 35, still doing all this stuff. I've made tons of progress. I've done things that I, I never even imagined I would be able to do. And it all stemmed from that from that first goal of saying, oh, "Well, I don't I don't know how it's all going to happen, but I'm going to go for it, and I'm going to start the process of whatever this is whatever this is going to lead me, and all the things that I need to do to become the best that I can at this. I just got to start it, and it's been an amazing ride. And I, I I wouldn't ask for anything different. Um, and the crazy thing about it is, I know that this uh, third season, I know these are these podcasts are loosely based into to seasons, but um, I have given my notice at my work. My last day there is going to be January 14th, which is right around the corner. Uh, and I am, I have had the talk with my family. I've gotten, you know, a lot of the paperwork and the licensure stuff that I needed to get to be able to work in California. 
I've got all of that stuff in order. And now the only thing that's left for me to do is to move, is to, to move to Los Angeles and give it everything I have and see what the hell happens. And it's scaring the hell out of me. And at the same time, I'm extremely excited and cannot wait to jump right into it because everything it feels like has led up to this point in my life, everything. Now it's time for me to either go or to not go because my attitude and my feelings and everything about you know about working in Arizona and how I feel about healthcare in Arizona especially because it's extremely it's a very stressful thing in Arizona for for whatever reason I've worked in a lot of states Arizona is a special state when it comes to healthcare and it's it just it makes for a very stressful job and I'm sitting here I'm asking myself what the hell am I doing you know I came back here to spend time with family to, to get some training in acting as well. I did that. I got, I was in a play. I've done a couple short films. <laughs> uh, you know, I've done, I've done quite a bit of stuff. It's in the grand scheme of things, you know, it's not that much, but for me coming from zero, it's phenomenal coming from zero, even getting to one, you're just like, hell yeah, I was at zero before here I am baby stepping that stuff. The, the, if I don't go, and if you don't go or take the jump or take the chance or whatever it is that you want to do, you're only going to just kind of dip a toe into the, into the pool instead of just jumping right in. And if you really want any sort of massive change in your life or even just significant change, I'll put it that way, you're going to have to get in there. So why not make the turn of you know 2020 your time to finally stop procrastinating and get going on something why not i mean i'm doing that for myself and it's so it's so scary how fast time flies man and how little time that we really have like when we look back because as you get older especially these years fall off like i can't believe how fast they fall off the months go by like weeks practically especially when you're busy and doing stuff and it's just like wow I really don't have that much time. I better write that book. I better go out and buy that camera and start taking those nature pictures that I've always wanted to do, right? I better see if there's any sort of classes at a community college or even online on Skillshare or Masterclass or whatever where I can start learning something new. It's just we live in such a phenomenally fast-paced time, and I see it so often that people stop learning, and they feel like so overwhelmed by all of it. And they're just like, you know, oh, I'm too old to do that, Brandon. And I just disagree with you. I heartedly disagree with you. And I, uh, anybody who says that, I mean, it's just fear. It's just fear. And it's, you just don't want to look stupid. And I, I understand that. I, I have been in that position before many times of being in a place of complete and utter vulnerability where, you know, you might need to know more than you already know and people are expecting you to know already that you know because you're older or because of whatever reason whatever stigma that they put on you and it's a shitty feeling I don't know how else to put it but to me it's like allowing all those judgmental and stupid people to be the drivers of your dreams to be the 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 things that are determining where it is that you go in your life and there's not a chance in hell I'm I'm willing to let that happen 
because we got to face it. We have to be the drivers. We have to have the grit, the perseverance, the, the wisdom to just be able to listen to ourselves. And when we've lived a life mostly of trying to listen to other people and trying to make other people happy and fitting into this kind of line that society wants you to, to walk, which doesn't have anything to do with you, it doesn't have anything to do with what you really love to do or, or, or what you were put on this planet to do, we have to not listen to that stuff. And man, is that hard. It's, it's a struggle constantly every single day. But I do not know of any person who has a life that I envy that didn't at some point be like, you know what, I'm doing my own thing. And I understand this is going to be hard, but I don't care. This is my life. And this is how I'm going to do it. And then whatever else follows from there. I say this a lot because I don't know if you can be as successful as you want to be. I believe that you can. I believe in myself and I believe that great things and miracles can happen. Absolutely. But if I base my entire thought process on what it, what it is that I want to have as a reward or what it is that I just want to accomplish solely, I don't think that's good. What I want and I what and I, I'm I'm positive that you want as well is simply to live a good life and to live a life that you feel good about. Not one that you go to a job that you hate or have to deal with people that you don't like constantly. But to me, if I set a goal to be rich, that doesn't mean that much to me. I mean that would be great, sure. There's a lot of things you can do with money, but that's not enough. The sole question I think that you should be asking yourself is what do you want? And then just living a life, endeavoring to live a life, to do that, to have the integrity of saying, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to go for, that, that is really what, where the reward is at. And I think everything else is just kind of a byproduct of that. I don't know how many success stories there are of these people that have skyrocketed well beyond their anything of their wildest dreams and then they're miserable and then they are, they're drug addicts and they're alcohol, you know, alcoholics and all this stuff. And then it's like, so it clearly wasn't the fact that they were poor before. It clearly wasn't the fact that, you know, having a successful career as an artist or as anything is what is going to make your life good necessarily. Money can help, obviously, but it's not the 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 driving force of what is going to make your life good and i think what will make your life good is simply integrity doing something that you f- that you feel has meaning for you on whatever scale that may be if if you get to do something that you actually love and you make a ton of money doing it well then wow that is just phenomenal right that's just shoot for that absolutely but what about being able to do something that you love that you're able to make an honest living at and and live comfortably at doing? That sounds good to me too. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Like I was thinking about this the other day because as an actor there's so much junk on TV and there's so much just crap. It's just, you know, reality TV and just poorly written stories that are just these displays for for consumerism of look how pretty these people are and look how nice the clothes are that they wear and the cars that they drive. And the sad part about that is all that stuff does work (laughs) in terms of the advertisement. So for me, 
as somebody who's like a meaning junkie, who is always looking for the meaning in, in, in what it is that I'm doing and, and trying to make that better and everything, I asked myself, how the hell could I devote so much and do so, you know, take so many risks on this business that is really superficial, that's really full of a lot of kind of superficial people that are trying to get validated by all the things that I don't really care about? And these are great questions to ask. Because if you don't ask these questions now, right, when I get down into to the, the thick of L.A. Or, or wherever, and I'm asking my questions then, <laughs> it's going to be a little bit different of an effect as opposed to, like, I already have this worked out, you know. And things can change. I understand that. But I want to know where I stand on this. And my response to that is, from all the acting and all the stuff that I've done to, to, to date... The reason that really has drawn me to the acting is because I am absolutely fascinated with people. And this dates back to the very first college class that I ever took, which was psychology 101. It was the only class because I was a terrible student in high school and don't even get me started on grade school. It was terrible. It was the only class that I had taken after I had gotten out of high school um, and realized that this was something that I was actually genuinely interested in and I could learn from and have something in my life that it made my life better. Like the learning wasn't just to, to pass something on a piece of paper and move on to the next grade. It was like, this is very applicable to me in my life. I learned about all kinds of stuff, man. And it has grown into this fascination. I've always been fascinated why, why people do the things that they do. And in, in essence, for me, because I, I studied psychology, I went on to be a, a psychology major in college and get my undergraduate in that and did a lot of uh, research and studies in there. I got to go to Stanford University and present an undergraduate project that I did. And it was great. I had a great experience with it. And I think if I was going to just be changing my career for the sake of getting into something that I was more interested in, I'd be doing my PhD in psychology. And I, that's still not off the table, you know, later on down the road because I, I just love school and everything. But there's something missing in that equation for me. And it's the, 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 the performance aspect of it. And it's the, the, the freedom and the creativity and the fascination with bringing people to life with your own intuition, your own creativity, you know, the things that you're just like, why would somebody do that? Or if they were like that, how would they how would they do this? You know, there's so many there's so many things that I love about that in acting. And it's not to say that everything is superficial and that everything is terrible. I mean, I just watched uh, a movie yesterday called He Won't Get Very Far on Foot, I believe, and it's with Joaquin Phoenix, uh, who's a phenomenally you know, he's a phenomenal actor. It's about a man who becomes a paraplegic. And he's an alcoholic and he has all of these things that he's, he's, he's trying to overcome. It was just such a great story. I would highly recommend it. It's an Amazon uh, series. Well, it's not a series. It's, it's actually just a feature film by uh, Gus Van Sant. But stuff like that. I mean, there's so... T storytelling is the... We have our, po our politics, our, our, everything is based around telling a story. So it's such a powerful media. There's so much meat there to be able to influence positively, to be able to tell stories that make people think and that aren't just, you know, the fluff 
garbage nonsense. But I also have so much fun doing it. And what the hell is wrong with that? What is so wrong with having dreams and wanting a career that you have fun in doing? There's nothing wrong with that, right? So there's nothing wrong with that for you either. If you don't know what you have fun at doing, you need to get out a little bit more. You've probably pigeonholed yourself in something. You're probably a bit jaded and cynical and negative about life in general and don't think that there's anything better for you out there. And hey, I've been there too. The only thing that gets you out of that is find something that you can get out of the house at doing. Take a class. Do something social. Just do something. All right, if it, go, if it boils down to, to, to any advice I could give you, if you feel stuck, just get started on something. Please, for the love of God, do yourself a favor. Why not the beginning of 2020? So again, to reiterate what I was saying earlier about setting your goals for 2020, sit down, journal. Journal about your life, journal about yourself. Keep another sheet of paper somewhere close by whenever you get a, a flash of inspiration for something, to, for a goal, and write that down. Continuously write down all the things that you want to accomplish, okay? And then once you have your list, I'm sure other things will come, some things will drop off, look at them and start looking at every single thing in terms of if this was the only thing that I was be, would able be able to accomplish this year, would that be enough for me? Would that be something that I was like, if I could choose one thing on here that I absolutely have to do, it would be this. And just start prioritizing because you'll get really amazed at what can happen even if you prioritize one goal over everything else, how all the other ones start to take care of themselves as well because you'll realize that so many goals are like they're, they're linked, they're interlocked together. Do you have bad relationships? Do you hate your job too? You get a better job you, or you start looking at, you know, you start getting healthier advice and taking better care of yourself and all this stuff and all of those other things start to take care of themselves as well. It's, it's really incredible. That's why I've always said following your dreams, your true dreams. And when I mean true dreams, what you really have inside your heart when nobody else is around, okay? Following that will make you the best person that you can possibly be. It's true because in order to do great things, you got to become, you know, you got you to gotta be taking care of yourself, you got to be understanding what, what the hell's going on, what your weaknesses are, or, or where, where you're messing things up at. And it's, it's just such a, I think one of the most honest and bravest endeavors that anybody could do is to decide on who they want to be and then endeavor to go out and do it. In essence, your art needs to exist. I'm begging you, please create it. Whatever it is that that you want to do. I mean, it doesn't have to be art per se, just anything that it is that you want to create, that you want to see in this world, please do it. I mean, we just don't, you don't have a lot of time. And it's so easy to get caught up in the fact that it's like, well, this isn't going to make me any money or nobody's going to like this and all of this stuff. Well, I got to tell you something. That's not coming from you. That's coming from your fears. And it may be coming from your environment as well. And not being the type of person that is willing and is constantly actually putting themselves out there and being creative and not caring about what other people think about it. That is 
the like definition of an artist, I think. That's one of the hardest things in life, no matter what, because my God, do we... People don't even have to ju- to judge you. You can feel it, right? It, you're judging yourself. You're judge. You're you're thinking of them judging you in your mind, and they may not even say anything to you, right? It's one of those things that getting used to that, being willing to 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 throw away these you know imaginary kind of boundaries or these societal things that we think have so much bearing and so much matter on our life. And be willing to risk that because what kind of people are you going to have in your life that, that don't respect or don't encourage you to become the best that you can be or to, to pursue the best things that you want for yourself? I don't know, but that's not some, those aren't people that I want in my life. And if they're family, if they're people that you can't you know, just cut out or maybe, maybe you can, I don't know. You, you learn to work around it. You learn to work around it. Whenever I get really inspired by an artist's story, it's never the ones who just made it rich and you know, then the story ends. Or it's just not that. It's the people who were different, who were unlikely because they weren't part of the beautiful people obsession, right? They weren't part of the everything looks good, everything's perfect, everybody's teeth are white, and we're all thin sort of <laughs> adage that seems to be everywhere. They were strange, right? They looked strange. They had something different. And it's because they were different, they built a career or they built their, their presence off of that. You know, they didn't try and pontificate about what other people would like or what was popular, or what's hot, whatever. They risked being themselves instead of being what others wanted to see. And people aren't nearly as stupid as others make them out to be. I hear this all the time. People are stupid, blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows authenticity when they see it. Everybody connects with it. It's something that everybody everybody connects with. It, it's There are infinite ways for a person to make a living, and there are only very few ways that will make sense to you. If that's the one thing I've learned, what the job is supposed to be or how it's perceived in the public bears little on how you'll actually feel about working in it. Case in point, healthcare, right? Case in point, being a lawyer. I've worked in healthcare and I've gone, I was an intern at the attorney general's office. I got to go to a lot of cases. You would be amazed. This is nothing as what it's perceived in the public, okay? And it's just not worth it to be doing the things that other people like or value when you would rather be doing something completely different. It's a matter of what you want to do and then how you go about doing that is what makes your life good or makes it unbearable so please be thinking about that as you sit down to write the goals that you would like to accomplish for 2020 i don't really have a lot of advice on specifically how to set these goals other than writing them down making sure that there are things that excite you that you, if, if you had to prioritize only a few of them for, throughout the year, those are the ones that you focus on the most. And then by all means, for the please, for the love of everything that's holy, get started on them. Okay? I can't make a plan for you for the goals because I don't know what your goals are specifically. But once you prioritize them down and figure out what it is that you want, write down the easiest thing that you can do to get started on them. 
And I mean the easiest because it's contagious once you get started. You start, you, you create the motivation. You create the momentum and everything with your actions. That does not, does, it's not going to just come to you. I can promise you that. You're not going to be sitting on the couch drinking eggnog or whatever, and then all of a sudden, man, I got all this motivation to change my life completely. Nope. It's never going to come. You create it by the actions that you take towards those goals, and you're only going to start taking actions toward, towards them if they're goals that really mean something to you. And sometimes it's just it's so hard. It's so, it feels so impossible to do. And then when you get to that point, you simply have to jump. You just have to make it happen. I remember so clearly when I first moved away from Arizona, away from all my family, you know, being the black sheep, being like, what the hell are you doing? You're such an asshole. You're leaving all these people and all these things that you love, and you're just going to go off and, and do what? That's how I felt about it. And, I, you know, that sense of guilt and that sense of, God, this is going to go so badly and I'm going to come back home with my tail between my legs and all of these negative thoughts and all of these things. But I had written and journaled and done so much, so much soul searching about it that I knew better. I love my family more than I could ever put into words. Anything that I can do for them, I will do. Absolutely. But like I said in the other podcast, everybody has dreams, man, and everybody has a right to those dreams and to their life and to be able to pursue those things because it's it's your life. How often do we just throw things away, throw our lives away over senses of ob- obligation that may not even really be there? And if you have a sense of obligation for something and it's a legit one like you have children or, or things like that, find a way to incorporate them in your goals. Find a way to make it work. And you don't have to listen to me because I don't know what your situation is. Google it. And I guarantee you, you'll find somebody who probably had something worse happen to them and they were able to do something great. They were able to do something that they were able to accomplish that was a dream, that was a goal, that was something that, you know, they didn't let their circumstances destroy their chances. But when I got in my car to to leave... It was off of pure adrenaline and force. It was not graceful. It was not this moment of clarity where I knew exactly what it is that I was doing and I felt fantastic about it, like like we all hope that things will be when we start taking chances and risks on ourselves, but that's not how things happen. I can guarantee you that right now. A lot of times you are running purely off of your faith and just knowing in your heart that this is something that you have to do regardless of how you feel about it. And lo and behold, if I hadn't had faced that fear, I can't tell you on how many experiences and how many amazing and beautiful people and, and things and knowledge and wisdom and opportunities that I would have missed out on because I was so unhappy working the job that I was working, trying to find relationships and healthy things around me that I could not find or just didn't have the wisdom or the ability to find them. I had no creativity. I had I wasn't even I wasn't doing anything acting wise. I was just practicing drums and I wasn't even doing very well at that. I had reached this point in my life where it was just like I can't believe that I'm, you know, mid 20s, coming up on late 20s and I still 
this is not what I was supposed to be. I did everything right. I went to college. I have a job that pays me well. I've got a car. I've got my own place. What the hell? And I got quiet. I did so much reading, so much soul searching. And I just realized that I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. And I didn't really know 100% what it was, but I did know that I had to do something. And that's when I just made a plan. I gave, that was at the time I was at a hospital working. I gave them like three months notice. I made sure that I was out of debt. I made sure that I, I had saved up enough money, told my family everything that was going on. And, and then I just set a date and said, this is the day that I'm leaving. And that was the day that I left. And I, I held myself to it and I, I just made sure that it, that it happened. And I, you know, I, I, I found a way to make it work. And so many great things happened from that. It really did. All of the things that I was scared of and everything never happened. It never happened. And as I started to embrace the fact that I was different and that my journey in life was going to be different, it's going to be uniquely my own, my life started to change. And I started doing all kinds of creative and amazing things that I got to learn and meet amazing people that I would never have met before. And that's how I'm envisioning or, or seeing this next journey in my life, you know, by moving to Los Angeles and being able to genuinely pursue the creative things. And it's going to be scary. It's going to, there's going to be the oh shit moments. There always are. It's going to be a roller coaster ride. And uh, the one thing that I am planning on that the, this is really what, how I sum up the reason for me going out there and for the reason for me doing this is I know beyond any unequivocal doubt that I cannot work in healthcare for the rest of my life. And if I'm going to be on a deathbed at some point and I'm looking back on my life, I'm going to be able to say that I went for it. Now, regardless of what happens from that, I don't know. But I get to live a life that I can say I went for it. That means the world to me. And I hope that maybe that inspires you as well. Because I don't know what your dreams are or what your goals are going to be. But make them, make them something awesome. Make them something uniquely your own that, are, that is out of your reach that is going to require you to grow and to really put yourself out there because there's really no other way to do it. I don't know how, what else to tell you. Easy goals are great in terms of maybe getting a little bit of uh, motivation and confidence in yourself, but set them high, set them as high as you can and start as low as you can from where you're at. And that's it. That's it. That's the, that's the podcast for today. And I can't wait to start this new year, 2020. I hope that everybody out there sets some pretty awesome goals and goes for some things and just has an amazing new year and holiday. Don't drink too much. Have fun and get ready to kick 2020's ass because I know that you can do it. And I know I'm going to be in the process of doing it myself. All right. I love you guys. Have an amazing day. Goodbye. Boy, you've got it.
Hey, what's up, people? Just really quickly wanted to add, if there's anybody out there who would like to be interviewed for this podcast or has any comments or questions or concerns that they would like to address with me, feel free to reach out. My email is F-R-A-E-H-L at gmail.com. That's F-R-A-E-H-L at gmail.com. You could also leave me a comment. Also, if you're in the area of Phoenix, please stay tuned on my website for show dates, concert dates, play dates, actor dates, anything. If you just want to hang out with me, I'd like to hang out with you. Yeah, just check it out. It's all on the site. B-R-A-E-H-L.com. That's B-R-A-E-H-L.com. Goodbye for reals.